0: Tiffany Thiessen's on-screen charisma has been gaining her fans since she starred as Kelly Kapowski in the cult classic television series Saved by the Bell and later in Beverly Hills 90210. Her debut cookbook, Pull Up a Chair, skillfully translated her talent for cooking and warm hospitality to bring people together. Today, she's the host of MTV's hit series, Deliciousness. Her new book is Here We Go Again, Recipes and Inspiration to Level Up Your Leftovers. And Tiffany joins us on this Thanksgiving morning. Happy Thanksgiving to you.
1: Happy Thanksgiving to you. What
0: what does the family have planned today?
1: Oh, gosh. Lots of cooking and eating, right?
0: I hope so. (laughs) I hope so. I hope so. Okay. So this book, uh, and I love this book because uh, my kids live with me. There's leftovers everywhere. We all have them. They're piling up in the fridge. Yeah. But this book, and, and your other cookbook, too, was inspired by your mom and growing up and her being creative in the kitchen, right?
1: Correct. Yes. I mean, my my initial love of cooking and all that came from my mother, my grandmother, my aunt, all of them. Um, and this new book, here we go again, was really kind of um, it. Kind of was created by sort of two ideas together, and and it and it really started at the beginning of the pandemic when I think a lot of us were. Questionable and scared to go to the grocery store, so we were a little more forced. I think to to look at what we had in the mm-hmm. fridge and the pantry longer than sure. we normally do, and um, and so that idea made me really think. Like you know, this is kind of how I was raised, not because of you know a pandemic or germs or whatever. It was more because of a budget. It really gave me the idea that I've never seen a cookbook sort of really honing in on leftovers. Um, and I think some people love lefters, leftovers like I do. And then there's some people like my husband who despise them. And so I wanted to really kind of show people that there's really, you can, you can put a little breath of fresh air into leftovers if you look at them a, a slightly differently. And, and that's kind of what I wanted to do with this book.
0: Thanksgiving is probably the most gluttonous of meals, so you've always, there's just tons of leftovers. You know, I usually have, you know, like uh, Ziploc containers to, to give to people when they go home, but ah. I love my Thanksgiving leftovers. I love the turkey and repurposing.
1: It's one of my favorite holidays because of the leftover food, for yeah. sure.
0: Yeah, so talk to folks a little bit when you think about turkey, the sides, how to stretch some of those.
1: Yeah. Well, I I also have in the book um, a whole entire chapter dedicated to holidays. So not just Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, there's Easter, there's Hanukkah, there's, you know, uh, I mean, there's everything. There's New Year's. Um, I wanted people to kind of look at the holidays as being those days that generally have more food, of course, yeah. you know, and giving them sort of new ideas of what they can do with it afterwards. And Thanksgiving, of course, is the king of holidays with food. Right. Yeah. And so there to me there's a plethora of ideas um there's a couple of them that i have in my in my um in my in my cookbook here we go again one is one that we've been doing for years and it's shepherd's pie and it's made with so many different leftovers from turkey to the green beans or you can do it with peas yeah. you mash potatoes the gravy like all of it can all of be it. put and made into a shepherd's pie that is absolutely divine and what's great about shepherd's pie is you can freeze it
0: that's true that's very true. And we create some portions for the rest of the winter. Absolutely.
1: I love and then I have another one that I make with um, cranberry sauce and it's a cocktail. Oh, Oh, really? It's super, super fun. And then also not in the book, but you can also go on my blog to look at it. I make savory waffles out of stuffing and it is <laughs> truly wow. the best thing for the next morning after Thanksgiving, okay. having savory waffles with a little bit of Turkey and a nice fried egg on top for breakfast. Uh, it's stellar.
0: But this book and and your other cookbook, too, was inspired by your mom and growing up and her being creative in the kitchen,
1: right? Correct. Yes. I mean, my my initial love of cooking and all that came from my mother, my grandmother, my aunt, all of them. Um, and this new book here we go again, was really kind of um, it kind of was created by sort of two ideas together. and and it and it really started at the beginning of the pandemic when I think a lot of us were, questionable and scared to go to the grocery store so we were a little more forced i think to to look at what we had in the mm-hmm. fridge and the pantry longer than sure. we normally do and um and so that idea made me really think like you know this is kind of how i was raised not because of you know a pandemic or germs or whatever it was more because of a budget um you know my my parents were on a strict budget my dad worked two jobs and so my mom was already more than I knew that she was really creative about taking you know the roasted chicken that Mm -hmm. we had Monday night making them into enchiladas and half the time I didn't even know it you know right it was all because it was stretching the budget throughout the week and so it really gave me the idea that I've never seen a cookbook sort of really honing in on leftovers um and I think some people love leftovers like I do and then there's some people like my husband who despise them and so I wanted to really kind of show people that there's really you can you can put a little breath of fresh air into leftovers if you look at them a slightly differently and and that's kind of what i wanted to do with this book
0: it's funny you say that because i feel the same way like i when i tell my kids that (laughs) this is leftover from two days ago they lose interest completely so i've just learned not to tell them
1: (laughs) yeah i stopped oh believe me i'm right i'm right with you i stopped telling everybody in my house
0: I love that. I love that.
1: And you know what? It's, it's the old saying, you know, sometimes not knowing the information is good for you.
0: <laughs> you. You know, I am recently gluten-free. And so I would tell them I'm using gluten-free pasta. I'm lo- using a gluten-free crust or, or for, for pizza or whatever. And they would
1: have comments, wouldn't they? Of
0: course they would. Of course they would. Yeah. And then I just stopped. I just stopped telling them. And I will tell you, there's some things that taste great and there's some things that don't. So they, yeah. they'll look yeah. at me like, okay. Yeah. Uh, this. You're trying
1: to pull me, dad. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, but you know, I
1: think, you know, I mean, just like stuff, you know, vegetarian. And vegan and and, right. and gluten, they're getting really good with it. So I feel like there's a lot more products out there that people can actually yeah. really incorporate the way they need to eat. You yeah. know, nowadays with everyday foods. So. Yeah,
0: no question. I heard you talk about the book before I let you go with with Mario Lopez. I I just love it. I think fans love too when you still embrace and hang out with those folks from that first show <laughs> that and, and you must love it too because it's just it I just do. takes you back I mean, right
1: yeah yeah it's it's you know it's it's funny it's it's those are deep-rooted relationships right i mean yeah. they're 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 kind of like my brothers and sisters you know i spent massive amounts of time during a very pivotal sort of you know big big chunk of you know my my childhood with them um more so than my own brothers you know so um they have a huge impact in my in my world and i i Still, you know, still I'm very, very close to them,
0: for sure. Well, it's fun, too, because you can help each other promote some things that you're doing in your life, right? Yeah,
1: very true. Very true.
0: Well, the new book is Here We Go Again, Recipes and Inspiration to Level Up Your Leftovers. And you can get it wherever you buy your books. Devity Thiessen, thank you for joining us, and happy Thanksgiving to you and your family.
1: Thanks, honey. You too. All
0: right. Well, whether you're roasting your turkey, deep frying it, smoking it, or grilling it, grill your Thanksgiving turkey is a thing it's a great way to get a beautifully brown bird full of amazing flavor and to talk about that and some sides you can make on the grill as well as kevin coleman weber's grill ambassador how you doing buddy happy thanksgiving dave
2: happy thanksgiving thank you so much i've been up since three o'clock this morning (laughs) cooking and so it's going to be a very eventful day over here
0: what is on the grill uh today for your feast kevin
2: Well, it starts out with breakfast, right? And so we got a a 36 inch griddle that we did bacon, sausage, eggs on. And so we have 36 sandwiches that we just finished. We've got three turkeys going right now, nine slabs of ribs, two briskets. Wow. About 15 beef ribs. And that's just the first wave. And then we're going to put another four turkeys on. My turkey's 40 pounds. Uh, (laughs) And then we're going to have some sides on there. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be a fantastic day.
0: How many people are you having?
2: We're, we're going to be hosting 40, so a rather large number.
0: Okay. I'll take a doggy bag tomorrow. I'll come by and, and grab a little. A th- if there's anything left. We'll have extras for you. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, grilling your turkey is a great alternative to putting it in the oven. How long does it typically take to put a turkey on the grill?
2: So if you're focusing on 350 degrees or 375, it's about 11 to 13 minutes per pound. If we cook a little bit slower, a little bit low and slow, but not, like, Smoking temperature 225 to two seventy five because the skin doesn't render that fat doesn't render and so the skin doesn't get crispy. So I usually go about three hundred to three twenty five and that's about fifteen to eighteen minutes per pound.
0: Wow. Okay. Do you want to use wood chips in there? Like, what are you what are you using to get this? Thing sure. Going? I
2: mean, if you. Well, the, the the cool thing is I'm using a Weber smoke fire and it has the Weber Connect uh technology built into it and so i'm actually monitoring my turkeys right now as we're talking and so it makes your life a little bit easier that's a pellet grill but if you have a gas grill you can use wood chips in there to get that nice smoke flavor you you have a, a charcoal grill like some have chips on the top or you can use wood chunks which take a little bit longer to combust which will give you a little bit more of a mellow smoke flavor sometimes with the chips they can flash extremely quickly and it darkens the outside of the bird and it gives a little bit of a harsh smoke flavor And so managing those two things, if you're going to be using them, is important because you want the best result.
0: Um, I know you prefer to put the stuffing on the grill and not in the turkey, but you do put other veggies and seasonings into the turkey, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And so you're, you're correct about not putting the stuffing inside the cavity because it forces the turkey to cook longer. And so the breast meat has a higher rate of drying out, which you don't want to have happen. And so we put our stuffing Right off to the side But like you said I put apples I put some onions in there A little bit of celery I'll put a beer in there Just for some aroma To come off of that And it just, it just Ends up coming out perfect And it gives a nice Moist flavor Or it gives a nice Moist texture To that meat And extra flavor
0: Do you take the label Off the beer bottle Before you put it in there?
2: Absolutely do, and I have to make sure, you know, quality testing is important, and so I just, you know, you got to make sure the beer isn't spoiled, so I'll have a little of myself, and then I'll give the rest to my friend that's getting cooked.
0: Nice, I like that. What do you do for stuffing?
2: So we do a chorizo cornbread stuffing, uh, which is awesome. We also do, in honor of George Stephen, who started Weber, he was a huge Bears fan, and so if the Bears won, he would take his RV to White Castle, and so we do the White Castle stuffing, and then we do a traditional stuffing, so we're running three of them today.
0: I do a meat stuffing, and it was always my great-grandmother's recipe, but it was uh, the turkey liver. It was pork shoulder, because it's obviously very fatty, um, yep. with the bread, the mushrooms, and everything else. But I'm a, I am think, you know, once you grow up with something um, in tradition, you kind of stick with it, don't you? But you're creative about
2: it. Yeah, I think, I mean, we have a lot of those traditions. My mom has specific things that she cooks. My sister has specific things. I have the specific things that we cook. and. Part of that is that stuffing where she has a traditional one that she does. Um, the chorizo cornbread stuffing it was one of those things. Now it's become a staple. We started that about 20 years ago. Same thing with the, the White Castle stuffing. And so that's, the I think, the fun part is now, like, we have my nephew was cooking. My stepson was cooking. They got their turkeys already finished and done. And so now we're trying to incorporate more of the family into the process so they can learn. And so eventually I can get to a managerial role and they'd be able to supervise as opposed to being the one that's doing it all.
0: Now, smoking is easier than I think most people think. Brining, when you when you grill or smoke, you lose about 20% of the weight, but brining adds that back in, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, that's. I mean, you bring a fantastic point. That's where brining does a couple things. And so you get salt that penetrates into the meat, which is going to give the meat more flavor. You're also going to get moisture back into the bird. And so if you're cooking a 20-pound turkey, you lose about 20 to 30% of that when you're cooking, brine will increase that weight, and so you're right back to where the turkey was when you first bought it, except for now you're going to have more flavor, and that's where you, know, you could put extra things into your brine. You could put your beer. You could put cloves, garlic. You could put honey. You can put sugars, all these things that are going to give an aromatic flavor to your turkey and, and it adds to it, but the salt and the, the, the brine is one of the most important processes.
0: What about some of the sides on the grill? You do a lot of that. You do everything on the grill, but what are some of the sides you're, uh, you're throwing on today?
2: So we're doing a green chili mac, we have green bean casserole, we do a creamed corn, which is pretty fantastic, the chorizo cornbread stuffing, we have scalloped potatoes that we are going to do on there, my fiancé does a great job of, those that are an absolute, to die for, almost, almost I would say better than the steakhouse, uh, and then we have some desserts that we're going to be doing before we play bingo, and so we, we try to make sure every portion of the meal has something to do with an interaction with the barbecue.
0: Did I hear fiancé?
2: You, oh, you, well, not yet. Hopefully, she's not listening because that should be coming later today. <laughs> okay. just—that's here nor there. Just
0: checking, yeah. Just checking, yeah. Okay, what about what about apple pie? I know you do a great brown bag apple pie in the grill, and folks have to know like using your grill is is really like using your oven.
2: Absolutely, you bring. We we talk about this a lot. The brown paper bag is one of the biggest barbecue hacks that you can do, and so always getting, you know, Trader Joe's or get Mariano's or whatever. You take that, put your pie in there, bake it inside of there. The crust comes out absolutely legendary. The moisture stays in there. It's, it's one of the perfect hacks for doing the best pies.
0: That's cool. Now, uh, I've got uh, about a minute left. People are thinking, of course, about gift giving right now. Grills make a great gift, but so do the accessories, right? From Weber.
2: Absolutely. I mean, right now, like I said, we're, we're cooking on griddles. Griddles, if you check, check Weber's website, they are on sale. The 36 inches, $80 off. The 30 inches, $30 off. Accessories are a huge thing, especially for stocking stuffers. The Weber Connect tools. Dads can always use a new grill brush. The grill can always use a new grill brush, spatulas. And the cool thing is when you go to Weber, especially now around the holidays, they have specific things throughout the year that they launch. And so it's a great time to check out Weber.com, check for all the great things for holiday gifts and make your life a little bit easier and uh, get dad exactly or your family exactly what they want.
0: I love it. Kevin Coleman, Weber Grill, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family, buddy, and we'll see you soon.
2: Dave, thanks again for having us on. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there, especially the first responders, police, and fire that are keeping us safe and are working on a day like today, and the nurses and doctors, too, that are taking care of people.
0: Ditto to that. Thanks, brother.
2: Thank you.